Greetings and welcome, everyone. It's All You Can Geek Movie Cast, episode 495. Ooh, baby. On Cinco de Mayo, <laughs> May 5. Although when you hear this, it'll be the day after. And also on, uh, what is this? May, the, the Revenge of the Fifth? It's yep. the Revenge of the Fifth as well, after May the 4th. So yeah. a lot of names for May, May 5th, but uh, this is our podcast, 495. Uh, yeah, welcome, folks. Um, we got some news to talk about today. Rise we got some... Six Walker. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> we've got some news to talk about today. We've got a topic, of course. Uh, we're going through TV shows, the 2000 list. Uh, so we're going to go over that. And um, I think we're going to be looking at uh, ideas for those listening right now and viewing. If, if you could send them in, we're looking at ideas for um, deep dives into content for like movies or you know franchises, really, of where we would like to see them go. Uh, so if you have an idea for what you'd like to, us to discuss on this podcast, you can go ahead and submit that to podcast at allyoucangeek.net or on Twitter or face, Facebook or YouTube, you know, comment on the video or whatever we, you know, wherever you're watching this or listening to this comment in the review or something, just give us suggestions. Uh, cause we're going to be looking to do some new, we did a deep dive a long time ago, like Aquaman, I think, but we're going to do another one. Yeah, no pun intended there. Uh, we're going to be doing these kind of things for like franchises and stuff going forward. So, uh, you know, let us know. Anyways, let's get into what we've been watching, guys. Uh, I haven't watched much because I've been playing tons of Final Fantasy. So, um, I, I mean, I basically added some more Harley Quinn show. Mm-hmm. That's about it, really. I mean, I watched. Uh, uh, I'm on the second ep. The last. The you guys didn't one. watch that you posted, did you, Tony? The little snippet of the Snyder Cut thing. Did yeah. You guys watch it? Oh, you I watched it. I posted I watch it. Oh man, well, no, I, I didn't know if you watched it because it's big. There's big spoilers in it. Oh, what? Did I miss a, po- a post? I don't. When did that happen? No, they just like it was a. I was per- waiting for the joke, so I probably didn't. The spoiler probably went okay. past me. I mean, the whole yeah, the whole thing like basically tells you the story of season one. I think that's what it does. So it's like spoiler oh. season one is all. Okay. Mm. Okay. Um. Oh, I see what he posted. Then I found it the other day. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've been watching Harley Quinn, which is a great show, and uh, enjoying enjoying it quite a bit. Um, I'm two episodes away from the last one, so I'm episode five in the season. Almost caught up. Six. Okay. Yeah. So you know, you, you, it's so quick to watch. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty much it for me. Like new to watch, like you know, watching Expedition Unknown, like I mentioned, and, and wrestling, uh, and that's about mm-hmm. it really. Virtual baseball, you know. <laughs> I was watching that just now, watching Jeff McNeil lose in the MLB The Show. They're doing the, their tournament. So uh, that's it for me. Um, t- uh, Mike? Uh, so I've I've watched a little more of The Last Dance, not too much because it was just at work, so I couldn't concentrate too much. But uh, a little bit more of that. And then also um, I started – I did the first two episodes of Young Justice Season 3. Nice. Hmm. Um, and, uh, I don't know. It's something. It, it just feels a little off. I, I don't know. I don't know. What, I know you guys all. I think you finished it, right? I didn't finish Everyone, it. Everyone, no. No? no. I, I don't know. It's just uh, maybe it's been too long. I don't remember exactly. I didn't like rewatch anything going in, so yeah, I kind of don't. I feel I don't really that um, like, remember I, I where it left off. I felt that off, way too, but, though. Like like uh, the you know the first two seasons were so good, and then this one is kind of like that separation factor, and then it didn't live up to his. And doesn't yeah. take off as right away either, so it's like you kind of have to catch up with everybody. So there's a little yeah. bit of I'm, of that. I'm very, new characters, and I'm very surprised they didn't do a you know previously like thing on it at all. 
Mm-hmm. They just jump right in. Recap like, episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or something like that. Uh, and I, I was a little surprised. I well, I noticed that it's listed as like a PG show, not like a Y7. It's so it's not like a a kid show that's like you know has some adult like more adult oriented. It's more like a cartoon for those kids when they're older, which I get, but it's there's a differences you can see a little bit even early on so it, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll keep going with it uh it's not like bad or anything i've just yeah it's just yeah. a shame it took so long because i mean yeah. it, it aired like what eight years ago at this point something like that yeah. You know? yeah it's been a while and um you know it's just hard to get like <clears throat> you know once you're on a hot streak um you know people move on uh, the passion is gone you know and yeah. stuff like that you're not gonna have the same creative team. I don't think everybody, you know, from that was right. on work on again stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, eventually I'll subscribe to the service. Maybe we'll see. Know, I mean, by the time time's. you're ready to do that, you might have fit in HBO or something. Yeah, exactly. So you know, yeah, that's my holdout there, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. But uh, okay. it's all right. Uh, we'll see how it goes. But other than that, that's all I've watched. Okay, um, Corey. Um, finished Chuck and, uh, Castle stuff, and so I started watching Psych, because I mentioned I kind of wanted something more a little upbeat, a little, you know, lighter yeah. tone. That yeah. show is interesting at first, you're like, oh, I don't know, but then, um, it gets pretty good, so I've been actually enjoying that. It's going through all these, like, mid- 2000s, like, or 2010 area, I guess. Hey, that's our, I mean, our, our list is, like, the 2000, my, most, most of my list is, like, mid-2000s. Oh, no, I've been, like, I was, like, so. thinking about these shows, I'm like, oh, I, I could probably go through that one again now, and so, yeah, but that's yeah. pretty much it yeah. on my end. All right, Tony? Um, well, in celebration of May the 4th, I finished uh, Clone Wars last season. Oh, oh, I didn't get to watch that yet. Oh, good. That was a good. Uh, yeah, I mean, is there a big wanna... spoiler at the end? I'm trying to avoid things. Like, I'm guessing there's big spoilers or something. I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't say um, spoilers. I mean, the thing is, like, you know what's going to happen. Where, where it's going. I mean, yeah. You know where it's going and stuff like that. Yeah. It's not like – but they do a really awesome job of tying things together and integrating it into, you know, um, the canon movies uh-huh. and stuff like that. Um, I would say the first part of the season, like the first four episodes are, like, kind of cool because it's okay. Like, it sets you back in the tone. Uh, and introduces like this new group of characters then like there's three or four that are just kind of weird because it introduces more characters but it just feels like it, it's kind of arbitrary uh but then the last four are honestly amazing like they could have easily put those four together and just called it like a mo- an animated movie and i wouldn't have bad an eye um just the animation the quality the art direction there are some like shots in this that are just you know, I, I don't know, maybe it's super, like, I call it, like, wallpaper-worthy, where just, like, yep, I'll just screenshot this, and I'll just use it as my background image or my phone image or something like that. Um, and it's some really powerful moments for a, a couple of the characters that you've uh, come to know. Uh, some closure for some of the threads that went on throughout the series and stuff like that. So uh, definitely worth a watch, and, you know, I'm excited to see, you know, what happens next. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah, I... I... Like I said, it's on my list. Uh, I'm going to watch – now that I'm caught up really with Harley Quinn, I can get that going. And I'm just trying to finish Final Fantasy. That's my goal right mm-hmm. now. So. <laughs> uh, I have one goal. It's been like – it's tough because of, you know, you got to balance your time here with everything going on. And it's just like I, I got a lot of gaming in, but I didn't get a lot of 
watching in this next last week. So, um, but yeah. So, all right, cool. All right, uh, let's get into some news, and then we'll get into our topic, which is the uh, TV, our top TV shows of the two thousands. Um, so. Let's see. Let me get the news open here and get it. I have it completely closed. Sorry, everybody. Uh, here we go. We're going to kick off with Kate Blanchett in talks to play Lilith in a Borderlands film adaptation. Is this real? Hmm. Variety's report. Seems a little old. So, Variety's we, we know the Borderlands movie's coming. We talked about the you know, director wanting to kill the cosplay fans on screen. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know. I it's cool that they, you know, starting to get casting rumors, but Corey, never, as your big fan, no, I didn't. Of... I wouldn't. I thought I wouldn't have picked Kate Blanchett for Lilith. Seems okay. like a little older actor for the role. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. You're I mean, just yeah. I mean, fair enough. He, he's the, he, listen. He's our he's our Borderlands expert on this podcast. You know, if he, he's not impressed, well, I mean, I'm well, thinking I, franchise. You know, I'm thinking like yeah. you want to. You know, you know, you can't bin off like this, Jim. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it had nothing to do with his age. I mean, he liked Ben Affleck for Batman, right? I mean, he was. I love Ben Affleck for Batman. I'm just saying, like, you know, you get an older actor for this role. It seems. You know, do you really I, think they're gonna like make more. a franchise out of it? Like, it's not like, you know, um, Borderlands. I mean, yeah. Everybody, they want to make a franchise of anything. Sure, I, I would love to see. That, that, that's the current. Again. That's the current state of movies now. If you can't make a franchise, what's the point? That seems to be how the way it goes now. Well, it's all about franchises. We're, as we're going to discuss, like our deep dives, I think cover franchises better where we like to see them go. Like if it's just one movie, what's the discussion? Yeah, like, like, that's the idea. Do you think that's why you the best case scenario go past three movies? No. Best case scenario? No. No way. I mean, I wouldn't. You know, I, I wouldn't wait, expect it. Wait, Not best case scenario. I, wait, best case scenario. You don't think it'll be like fast? <laughs> Like you have like nine movies, heist movies in Borderlands. Unfortunately, no. Okay, go on, Tony. What were you gonna say? Oh no, I was gonna say like I mean even you know I agree like if you look at her number, yeah sure like her age it, it is older, but uh, I don't think she looks remotely. No, I mean she's a very big of herself, like a, woman. Right, and, and I, you know, I have plus, no problem with her as an actress. Yeah. I just don't see her playing no, no, that yeah. role as a fan. Yeah. Right. Does this so. character have a certain like youthful? I mean, she's supposed to qualities. be like. Under thirty in the games, like in the Borderlands game. Okay, all right, I, I'll I'll say that if she was like, if eh, whatever, I don't know anything about the character, but you know, if if it's part of the also, character. Also, like I can't really see. I mean, I think of Kate Blanchett as someone who's more like elegant in a way, you know, <laughs> like almost it's like because uh, Randy Pitchford's a fan of her, so, you know. Uh, yeah, it could be. I just I don't know. See, like some of the dialogue. I was she on his thumb drive? Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> that woman's but, a magician. <laughs> I, she's a great name to throw out there, though. It's you know you get good actors like that. You know, it gives uh, some validity to the project, I suppose. Yeah, right. maybe that's it. Credibility, like, you know. Okay. All <laughs> right. Um, other news: we got Joe Russo, current recent uh, writer. Um, just for extraction on netflix yeah uh is getting they're getting a second movie so they got a green green light go, to go with a script uh i i've not seen extraction yet but it's getting very it's very popular viewers i mean it's, it landed at a good time for people that are inside and want to see an action movie mindless action and i, I think it fits perfectly for that we're now we're in may summertime blockbuster flicks we're not getting that now you know popcorn flicks we're not doing that so like this I mean, this would be great yeah. 
Fast Nine was supposed to be coming out soon. Or oh, that, yeah, supposed to be out. That yeah. reminds me, guys. This, oh, go on. Yeah, Fast I, know, I was going to take a moment to point out that you know Extraction is breaking you know Netflix records right now, and you know it's again mm-hmm. it's one of those things that you know they're so far ahead of the game. Like you know, I remember us talking about Disney Plus, and, it, and it's great that Disney Plus mm-hmm. is out, but I view it right now as more of a catalog service than anything. Um, and as we can see, like, you know, uh, it's been months and we're still waiting for new content like that's, you know, original and stuff like that. So um, Netflix is just years ahead of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as, as we mentioned, just to tie into Netflix here while we're still talking, uh, Nicolas Cage cast as the Tiger King. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> well, so th- let me get embrace, this. King, embrace your meme <laughs> Tiger King is a documentary series that I've never seen on Netflix. That everybody's watching, and it's terrible, I heard, but it landed at the right time. So they're going to make a mockumentary? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's kind of like The Room, I think. This is all, this has Mike all over it. No, oh, I'm not. No, first of all, if you choose, there's two big documentaries out right now. You can watch The Best of Humanity or The Worst. And I chose the best. And that's all I'll say about this. But you love you love terrible things when you're no, watching I, terrible things. I like it when it's fun to watch, but I don't. Also, like I understand the idea of a mockumentary of something that you're not really even like they're real people, but you're not really supposed to take them seriously anyway because they're completely ridiculous morons. So I, I don't know. I don't even know what the point of this is. To be honest, mm, yeah, it's just taking know. advantage. I mean, that's yeah. one of those the, again, just a new thing that Netflix did that is, you know, um, getting into the pulp, uh, you know, culture of, you know, just meme internet, you yeah, know, water cooler. Yeah. It's just there. Yeah. Um, I, I meant to get into a comp like what I did today, like real quick. I remembered something else. I, I wanted to go into more Netflix news like we did to tie it in, but uh, I literally spent like probably 20 minutes cleaning my tv screen <laughs> yeah it was hilarious because if i don't think i've spent 20 minutes cleaning any certain surface ever like i've you know wiped down my laptop stuff like that but i'm not like i i don't know what it was my oled was uh we were moving things around today furniture to clean behind things and i looked i'm like i actually got really close to my screen and i'm like holy shit this thing is filthy and it wasn't just dust it was like smudges and stuff that get i don't even know how because nobody touches it but it's on there so i'm like well all right so i got obviously this people do <laughs> Yeah, so I got this clean. I have my screen cleaner I bought from Staples, which now closed by me, uh, and uh, and this buff rag, and it was like this tiny little circle buff rag like the size of my hand, and this little sc- spray cleaner that you're supposed to spray on the rag and put it on the screen. It literally took me like, uh, it took me like 20 minutes to get that thing like perfectly crystal clear. I'm like so happy with it right now. I'm proud of it. That's all. I'm just saying like just just announcing pr- uh, proud that my OLED is pristine yet again. Um, Although the base of it's a little bit like... I mean, does it matter? Because apparently it's been like that for a while and you didn't even... Apparently, notice. I don't know. You can't tell when you're that far away, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, Why'd I you get the 4K then? Mm. Yeah. Mm. The blacks were not that black because they were like, you know, they were all smudges. They were smudges. Yep. Anyways, let's get into more news here. Um, let's see. Animated Transformers prequel is in production... Is this the War for Cybertron, or this is different? Uh, it's supposedly along with the Bumble, like the Bumblebee spinoff. Oh, okay, okay. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. This one is this separate. Is animated, right? No, mm-hmm. this is just an animated one. Yep. Yeah, I was. I watched the preview, like a, a teaser for the War for Cybertron that was coming out for Netflix. There's a Netflix series coming, I guess, this year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that they looked amazing. It. it looked yep. amazing. Yep. 
uh, looks like Generation One, you know, in in 3D animation. Uh, yep. It looks it looks incredible. Uh, didn't have the same Optimus Prime voice. He's not doing it anymore. No, Peter Kong though. No. Okay. Um, so yeah, this is this is interesting. Interesting though, it's Josh Cooley, uh, best animated film for obviously Toy Story Four. So uh, he's going to direct the uh, they're like a animated movie prequel, I guess. Right? That's what they're mm-hmm. looking at doing. So it's yep. interesting. So interesting way to do it. I think that's the way to go rather than the live action. I'm sorry. I just I after seeing the trailer for War for Cybertron, I'm like I'm psyched. No, I, I like yeah, I mean that was the thing is you know the Bay movies had their time and place. And, yeah. You know I still like Bumblebee a lot. Um, I would like to see sure. another to that. But yeah, for like the big bombastic like you know mass war stuff like just. Just do an animated movie, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, and finally, we've got uh, Taika Waititi uh, is now going to direct mm-hmm. uh, the Star Wars, another uh, Star Wars series, saga, movie. Movie, movie. Movie, not series. Uh, movie. movie. I can't say series mm-hmm. anymore. Uh, it's because it's you know, TV. But yeah, he's going to make a new set of movies for them. Um, theatrical release. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm psyched for this. Like, he's different. Obviously, Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. but, uh, what we do in the shadows... I think this is what is we another need, though. Series. Like, yeah, I think he's different enough that I'm psyched for it. As long as we get something completely new. Just give us something completely new. Well, that's what I think he's gonna do. Like, I mean, even if you just look at, like, Thor Ragnarok, because, like, you know, Thor 1 was okay, it was serviceable, and we all agreed, I think, that Thor Dark World was, like, you know, bottom to bottom now, especially if yeah. you look at it, you know, holistically now. Um... And who thought, you know, I'm pretty sure we all agreed that Ragnarok were, like, overwhelmingly surprised with how, you know, good it was in relation to the franchise sure. and, you know, even what the rest of the mm-hmm. universe is. Kind of reinventing so, the character as well. Right, exactly. So, you know. Uh, well, that's what I'm, you know. I'm saying. Like, he doesn't have that tie down now. He's got new, he can have fresh characters. I right. Mean, I want to see what he can do with this. Right, Like, exactly. that was my gripe. Like, Ryan Johnson, I still feel would make a great Star Wars film. I, I do. I just, I mm-hmm. don't like what he did with The Last Jedi. I just, that's, it's not, it's not a <laughs> knock. Gotta, against, it's got to get twisted. Yeah, but it's not a knock against him because I think he's a fantastic director. I just don't feel it's like two and a half years. Let it go. I know, but <laughs> it was on go. TV. It was on TV yesterday. So, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Wounds it was on TV fresh. yesterday, so, so reopen that wound. When you watch not that my movie, Luke. And not I, my know, Luke. I, don't even, I don't even know if I fully blame him. I blame Disney more for not uh, having a clear vision of what they wanted to do. That's yeah. really what this comes back to. Because if you watch those like back to back to back, they don't flow at all because they're just different directors. And it seems like they were like, okay, this is my turn to tell you this whisper down the alley story because I don't know what he wanted. So I'm just going to fill I mean, in the blanks of mine. Blame JJ for not coming back. Like, Yeah, I could blame JJ. Yeah. Yeah, we've been down that road. <laughs> so, Did you um, guys see Sci Fi took it down? Apparently, it's not on there anymore, but it's on Sci Fi.com. Sylvester Stone was talking about Demolition Man 2. Demolition Man 2? Yeah, I forgot that. Sylvester Stone said that it is happening. Yeah. Well, he's trying to like revive all of these old, like. Rocky, Did Rambo. Did anybody care about Rambo, though? No, like, no. It won, like, a Razzie for being terrible. I heard the new Rockies weren't that bad, though, because there was Creed, two, right? Creed was, yeah. Creed, Creed well, was, that's Creed. Yeah, that's yeah, different, yeah. but, like... I didn't yeah, see Creed, too, but... Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I mean, I mean Demolition Man, you don't need a sequel for. It, that was no. of its time. Well, again, this goes Plus, back... Plus, if you don't have Simon... Um, it, well, you can have him. What was the one with the seasons? Is huh? that Simon she's... cannot come. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. How does it work? <laughs> Taco Bell, she, she sells rat burgers. How, well, how would he not be able to come back? Simon Phoenix, Wesley oh. Snipes. 
Yeah, Wesley Snipes is back. No. Yeah, she's back. He blows up. Not a, nobody stays dead, Corey. Come on. There's he's always like, a way out. An explosion is the easiest death to fake. No, I'm saying he was um freezer dried, whatever fresh. Uh, what is that stuff called? Shit, dry ice. Dry ice got him, and then he like exploded. Then I, he, like, don't, I don't. I don't remember what happened. He could come up with some off. ridiculous excuse to like clone him in a lab. Yeah. Or, I mean, come on, <laughs> fucking Star Wars did that. Star Wars did that. So. <laughs> Star, uh, yeah, nothing's Star, off the table now. A little bit more fantasy, I think, than Demolition Man. Uh, Demolition Man was like sci-fi bullshit. Not yeah. really. Hmm. Was this the one with uh, Sharon Stone? No, Sean no? Bullock. Oh, okay. Let's see, I got, I got all these. What was the one? Never mind, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> all right, all right. I think that's for the news, right, Jim? That's we it. For news. Let's get into our, let's get into our topic. Uh, topic is 2000s TV shows. I hope I don't enjoy too much. I'm enjoying a lot tonight. Sorry, guys. I don't know what it is. You're good. Just, You're good. Just, we'll, right. we'll just push through it, Jim. All right. You can uh, do it. Okay, so. I have to say that this was a tougher list than I expected when I was making it uh, because I realized that a lot of the shows I love still fell in between this and the, and the two, 2010s. Like, I would put them there as well, uh, some of them. Uh, but ultimately, I'm like, you know, I, I want to mention because we always forget to honorable mention. So I do want to mention the fact that, like, 24 and I, I hope it makes somebody's list, Firefly did not, in fact, make my top five list um, because I bumped them for shows that have – Worst finales, but uh, I could. I love I mean, the show spoil so much. My list a little bit. Firefly is not on my list either, and that's because what? you guys prop that shit up so bad. It's a great show. It's a great show, but it's, it's too. Not on my list. I ever watched but, it. The problem season. is the movie really ties it together. Yeah. Like without the movie, that's why I left it off. It doesn't mm-hmm. really land. You, you, you don't actually have that. Yeah. Um. So number well, five. I love Firefly. Yeah. The number five for me is going to get Pan then because it's gonna uh, be. That's uh, probably my number five too then. It's Lost. Like. Yep. Oh, what? number five. Bingo. What? Uh, lost. J.J. Abrams Lost. Oh, yeah. So Ugh, gross. What happened was yeah, know, but the show was so good. A little dirty until, too, but it's alright. Yeah, I can't. After your mind, we're on. The same, <laughs> we're in the same. Boat. Yeah. So like that show was so. Um, you see, the first season great. was almost. Makes up for the entire, like, everything else. And, uh, like, I'm talking about it, too, because it's my number five as well, Jim. But, like, that show was a phenomenon. It was fantastic. And it was so good, the early seasons of the show. Yeah, and, absolutely. Sorry, I'm, dry, I'm draining. But it's, it's, it's so good. The, the second season built on it. built you know, And then when you bring in um, the, you know, the Tailies or whatever, that whole group. And uh, mm-hmm. what's the guy? I can't remember his name now. Little, Benjamin. Ben, yeah. I kept, well, I kept wanting to call him Ben Stein. I'm like, what the? I know it's not that. Ben Linus, right? It's ben Linus, 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 that's it. Thank ben you. Ben Linus. And yeah. You bring him in, and then you have, uh, obviously, I, the I, guy I, in, in the... Desmond. The Desmond, Desmond. Yeah. Desmond. Penny. 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 Yeah. Not Penny's boat was like one of the oh, best man. moments ever in a series. And that's yeah, the Hobbit. Then, <laughs> that was the Hobbit. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie, oh, Charlie. It's just, it had so many ups and downs yeah. as far as emotions. It just... Yeah, it's such a bad ending. Couldn't end end it the way people wanted it because it was just the hype was just too high. Well, if, if it had an ending that was pretty good or good, I probably would have rated it higher on my list. But it yeah. didn't. It just had a terrible ending, and it just that crashes the series. And I'm sorry that I ranked something higher that had as probably as it bad was as like a, these unfulfilled promises a little bit. You know, smoke monster, get, stuff like that. Yeah. 
yep, we didn't get what we wanted out of that. It wasn't even close. Uh, and it felt like they didn't have a plan. Again, they didn't know what they wrote. And, you know, that's what I hated about it uh, at the end. So, uh, Mike, what was your number five? Uh, my number five is something I didn't even – I didn't watch all of, but I've watched some of it, and I appreciate it more for what it did. My, my list is sort of eclectic. Again, this was not a big TV watching time for me. I was in the sports. It was a good time in sports the decade. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm going with The Office, which is actually mm-hmm. on the You do not right have now. to talk about that too long because yeah, it will yeah. be talked about later. <laughs> um, I, I just – it's a consistently funny show, and it changed. It sort of killed the traditional sitcom, which I think needed to happen in this decade, that decade mm-hmm. at the time. Because yeah. after the '90s, it was over, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, so it has this new format for a different type of sitcom, and yeah, and it just it lasted throughout the almost not the entire, but it, once it started, it was. It was a lot of the decade. I think it was... It was all a decade, plus over. It was, yeah, it was over. It the went through yeah. because it didn't start at the beginning. Yeah, it didn't yeah, start, it start at the very beginning. But, uh, five? Five. Yeah. I think oh five. Oh five. It's but, so uh, weird yeah. watching that because they talk about, like, oh, like, when Netflix came out, they're talking about yeah. Netflix. And I'm just like, man, like, it's so weird, the meta-commentary, just, like, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, they talk about it in the show, and, like, years later, they're, like, they're paying millions, hundreds of millions of dollars to have the show on the sub- service they're talking right. about. You're oh, watching it on It's Netflix, fun to yeah. see the technology. Again, I was talking about last week, you know, watching the yeah. older shows and how, like, the technology kind of grows with it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tony, and, what uh, would... Oh, yeah. I'm just, just reminding you, I'm talking about the American version, just... Oh, just yeah. like the English oh, yeah. language, we refined it, one, made it better. The English one was the English one was very good, very. Good. It was 2001, I think. Yeah, but was this was, was a different show. This show, it was a, it was a yeah, this show got after when, season when initial left its, one. After season one, season one was rough. Because it was very much the same as yeah. the British one, but then season two was like, no, we need to make, make this it our own. Yeah. Like I said, we could talk about that later because I'm going to be discussing this obviously later. So, um, Tony, you're number five. My number five is another series that started out great, maybe even okay. amazing, but uh, got consistently worse um, due to no, I, I want to take fault of its own because it was during the writer's strike, but um, that would be Heroes with yeah. season one being the pinnacle. Yeah. Well, maybe those two just because season yeah. one. Again, season Again, one right, was just. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, like just ended on season one. That's I mean, it. like, right. In the 2000s, I, re- I don't really watch too much, like, syndicated television. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I came up, I came out for Heroes because I, I just even remember the hype for the like before it even started, like where it was like the premise was save the cheerleader, save, save the, the cheerleader. Like what the that, hell? It's like yeah, all right, like intrigued, like just yeah. that catchphrase was just like all right, I'll buy into this because it used like superpowers and stuff like that. And like it was so crazy to think back then, you know, two thousand early two thousands, like there's a high you know uh, costing high budget live action series based around like people with superpower, aka mm-hmm. X Men, and it's yep. like. That's crazy to me. That is insane. Back then, that would, like nobody would have ever done that. Sure. <clears throat> no. So you watch that, and season one, it was just this perfect combination of interesting characters. Uh, characters. characters. Yes, thank yeah. you. Interesting characters, uh, stories, plot lines, um, locales, because you had people all over the world and stuff like that. And it was so interesting watching. I mean, it was so easy for this to go wrong, as we found out in the later seasons. But going from you know group of characters to group of characters and how they interact and eventually meet up was like fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just oh god, like the season one was just so good. And, so uh, fin- fantastic. We, I'm recording. We watched that. Yeah, like, yeah. That was like our stop. Monday nights or whatever. Monday you know? night, Monday night sandwich. Yeah. Yep. Monday no, night sandwich. Yeah. That was yeah. out. 
I, I still remember too, like and some Silo of those. Silo was such a fantastic. He villain. was a fantastic villain. Like, oh yeah. my god! And he, again, he just got worse as the seasons went right. on. Well, the like, mist. Once the oh, mystery was I'm gone, good. I'm bad. I'm good. Yeah. I'm bad. Like, but yeah, right. once the mystery was gone, it was kind of like, well, right. there's no mystique to him anymore, and it's just like, it's that whole like, you were more afraid of what you don't know than once you kind of like reveal right. the trick. It's like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, now I know how it's done. I don't yeah. care. But you know, yeah. it's it just some some of the like really awesome characters, like um, you know, uh, hero especially, so iconic oh, with um, you know, or um, the doctor. Nissan Fusa. Nissan Fusa. Yeah, Nissan Fusa. <laughs> yeah, or the um, the guy with uh, who's the doc? He didn't have powers initially, but you know, right. he's trying to help and stuff like that. Or you know how um, I remember there's Sh- that episode that's almost like yeah, Shuresh, Doctor Shuresh. Yeah. How there's that one episode that's almost like Days of Future Past, where they went into like yes. future timeline. They and did that. Yeah. Future Peter was that his name? Yep. Um, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like the Peter Parker yeah. thing, and like he was battling like Siler in the future, and they had like these ridiculous power sets by that point and stuff like that. And I thought it was just interesting. I am it because it was like about both of these characters that could siphon other powers from other characters in completely different ways. Peter was like empathetic, mm-hmm. where he like learned it from being around people and understanding them, where Siler just straight up took it. Um, and it's kind of an interesting mix uh, in correlation to My Hero Academia for people that you know watch that, yeah. but. Uh, yeah, Hero Season 1 was amazing, and uh, it deserves at least number 5 spot for that. Yeah, it's grand, grand, fantastic. Number 4 for me, I'll talk about it probably quickly, because I feel like we'll mention it later, is Smallville. Um, so, it's also my number 4. Ooh. Oh, never mind. Perfect. Ooh. I thought we would rank it a little bit higher, Mike, but... Um, no, I mean, I'll, I'll say that I've watched... A couple other most... WB shows that are Well, no, I, I've watched this the most consistently the whole decade, mm-hmm. but most of the time while watching this show, even... At that age, I said, this is a bad show. <laughs> yes, yes. No, see, I, the, I have literally the exact same comments as you. I, I second this 100%. Go on, Mike. <laughs> so, so, yeah, Smallville, it was a, a interesting, like, sort of high school take on Superman. And even though the actor is, like, uh, almost 10 years older than me, he was meant to be about my age, like, so it was interesting. You could kind of mirror mirrored in the high school years and then post high school years while I was watching this. Um, and it's Superman, but yeah. not. But not. <laughs> and it was it was a ten year sort of like teasing of Superman, but you didn't you never really got it. Um, the show was often frustrating. What, what a great often Lex. funny, but yeah, best take on best new take on Lex, making him be his like. A childhood friend who you knew was also like kind of bad, but not really over and over. And you once Lex's uh, struggle, yeah, to, yeah, and, and they made him more his age, a little bit older still. But and uh, that was the best part of it, honestly. And then yeah, you had uh, you had some shipping going on with Chloe versus Lana versus Lois when she sh- gets shoehorned in there later. Uh, <laughs> And uh, there was a lot of shoehorning in this series, a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, some of it was kind of cool to see these characters, but considering this Superman like didn't even know how to fly yet, it's kind of weird that he's like facing off against like Metallo and shit, like stuff like that before. Yeah, Doomsday. Yeah. Who that is... was later. That's right. Like this was the show. Like Mike said, like I loved this show like in the beginning quite a bit, and then I fell out of it, and then I came back when it was on its last like there there three was. Seasons. There may have been a season or two I skipped, like when like Lana became like a witch and went to Europe and yeah, yeah like superpowers. Like, yeah, she got the supernatural guy was in the show. Yeah, a lot of a lot of yeah. crazy stuff happened, and it got it got ridiculous. And 
but so it would be higher just because I did consistently watch it aside from like a season or two in the middle, but it was fun. Just, it was yeah, also okay very finale. frustrating. Yeah, the, finale, okay the finale was very close to being what we were kind of hoping yeah. would happen yeah. earlier. And that's yeah. why, and that's why I beat out lost on my list, by the way, just because it made number four because lost finale was so shit. So <laughs> it does, it, you know, like that, that's where that ended on my list. So, uh, all right, Corey, number four. Well, my number four is fringe. Uh, that's, Good job. Great that show. That show uh, is kind of like a spiritual successor to like the X Files in a way. Yeah. Yep. Uh, sci-fi, um, very sci-fi. You know, extraterrestrial stuff. The two actors are really good in it. Joshua Jackson, I think. Mm-hmm. That's right. I think that's right. Yeah. something. I don't remember their characters' names now. Uh, but then the 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 father was such. He was so good in this show. Like one of the best acting performances because. He plays kind of a double role where he's like this, you know, slower guy uh, who's kind of crazy but brilliant. But then it becomes like an evil genius in like an alternate reality. And just the way that he portrays that is fantastic. And um, has a actually pretty satisfying conclusion. So, um, yeah, one of my favorite shows of the 2000s. Yeah, no, it was a great show. It was very mysterious with that. Um, I thought it was cool. Like I watched that. I don't love think I watched it now. I don't think I watched the finale for it. That's why. It, mm. But I really hope you put on something else I didn't get on my list, so we'll see. But there was one show that I really wanted to get to, like, number five, but I thought Lost was still better than it. Uh, so we'll see if you put it on your list. Mm. Uh, I loved it. I loved it, and it probably should have made my list, and I felt – that's why I kept shuffling. Anyways, number four, Tony. I don't know if this is what you were referencing, but for me, number four was uh, Battlestar Galactica. No. I don't know if we want to hold off that on that. Or? No, that did make my list. That is my number three. That's okay, so my number three as well. Oh, whoa. All right, so ESG woo. shows up now. Uh, all right, number four yeah. for Tony, three for to, uh, Corey and myself. But yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, so no, um, I remember this is a, a show you guys recommended to me. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And I was just in the mood for something like that. And I remember watching it with uh, Dan at the time because we were still dating. And like we just – this is like in the early beginning. Fell in hard. Yeah, it was like you know early on in the service. We're just like, holy shit, like this is just incredible. And like – There'd be times where, like, we would watch it because the episodes were so long. There were times where, like, we would, yeah. like, fall asleep or something. We'd be like, wait a sec, we got to go back because this isn't making sense anymore and stuff like that. But the show was just amazing. Like, it was just this really wonderful, again, combination of, like, an interesting premise, plot. Like, I know it was a remake of the, what, 1970s show or something Six, like that. Seven or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Maybe like right. yeah. But I never seen it, and it was one of the things that it was, like, so old that you know, I couldn't watch it without being like, yeah, that looks really hokey for, you know, because it was a TV show, not like a, a movie or anything like that. But yeah, uh, you know, just a lot of great characters, a lot of interesting uh, episodes, even ones that are, you're right, the mystery, uh, just that, it, it really mastered that combination of like, usually the, and them ending on an episode on like, a cliffhanger of like, yeah. even if it's a small tip, you're like, that 33 and a, like that, that's one of my favorite that, episodes any, of like, anything right i was gonna say that's like, of, one of, of the anything. best singular episodes in any show ever yeah like, yeah absolutely, yeah. absolutely. in fact like, i just i kind of want to go back and watch just that episode because I, mean, I still just to give people the it. just give people the premise of this thing like this show starts off amazingly where it's like like you have human human society and like everybody's happy and go lucky and then like they're gonna meet with the side like the cylons show up basically and like aliens. destroy aliens yeah there's these are aliens that were invented by humans actually years ago they used to be these metal robots well they show up and they're actually not metal robots anymore they're these they're these humanoid looking people um uh and uh 
they destroy the human race. There's basically like three ships left. Uh, after well, you the think first... there's one, <laughs> you think there's one, yes. And you know, there, there's was there no, it may have been two. I don't remember, but there was one definite ship left, and that was Galactica, and it made the jump in time because it wasn't using newer technology, uh, so it didn't get the virus. Um, but yeah, you had uh, great characters, and uh, Edward James almost was, you know, yeah. fantastic in this as Adama. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, and... he's yeah one of the best portrayals of a you know fictional character ever. Um, and then the last thing I'll say to that is. You know, it might have ranked higher, but I remember both of you and other people, other friends of mine, specifically tell me not to watch the last season. Like, <laughs> absolutely just stay away from last season. I was like, all right. And because yeah. I know Lost was another hot topic. Like, I have friends that were like, do not watch Lost ever. And I was like, what about just season one? I hear season one's amazing. They're like, no, because you're not going to stop there. You're going to want to see what happens in season two. And then you're just going to watch the whole series and be upset. So I was like, all right, fair. So Yeah, I mean, that's that's really what happened i mean that's why it's not higher on my list because i love this show and yeah. i could rewatch it i could rewatch this show constantly but the finale the last season forget it i don't even i don't i don't even recognize it as a season <laughs> it was uh, very polarizing i should just read about it online or something like we that. watched we watched the finale the finale is polarizing because you can watch the first half of the finale and be very happy it should have ended like three yeah. times before yeah. it actually does so wait what what was worse game of thrones finale or battle game, game of thrones Oh, okay. So, uh, so it's not that bad. All right. No, so, because there's there's still good things in the finale. Like there was no good things in Game of Thrones finale. <laughs> like it's just, like there's still like we just said you can watch half of this. If you watch one hour of this finale, you will be and stop and just turn it off. It's almost exactly like an hour in. You turn the thing off, you will be perfectly happy with how it ended. <laughs> yep. Okay. But yeah, as far uh, like like just things I want to mention real quick is uh, again that's my number three as well and the the um. I guess when they get the Pegasus, that that whole Pegasus. arc is, oh, is fantastic. Yeah. The um, when they find a temporary planet and you get fat Apollo, like that oh, man is <laughs> yeah. so good. Uh, but they just um, seeing how the characters For like one episode too. By yeah, the end see, of it, he's like, ah, ran a little bit. Exactly. But yeah, seeing how the characters um, you know, grow and and it's just that hidden traitor aspect to it because you don't know who's a Cylon. It's just like there's always that tension underlining everything. And man, guys, and Baltar. They don't, and, it's was, a and they don't even know. Oh, guys, Baltar yeah. was great. And yeah. they don't even know the the, the traitors yeah. don't even know. They, yeah, Cylon. the Cylons didn't even realize it. Some of them. But like, That's, I thought far, this yeah. board game. I thought this board game captured this this oh, show. Yeah. It, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, uh, Jim. I don't know if you know, but like uh, my friend Bill, who's been on the podcast a couple of times, he recently played that game and he loved it. Oh, um, fantastic. And he wanted to pick up a copy. I don't know if you know, but that game, the board game, is expensive as hell right now. Because without a print, without a print. You can't buy it. Yeah. The, oh, the company wow. lost the license to it, so you can't actually make it anymore. Uh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, somebody's opened up the eBay. App. <laughs> uh, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's it, absolutely worth watching, just for some of the performances too. Like the performances were just so good in this show. How about? you mike what's your number three yeah, sorry mike i'm looking at this yeah uh my number three so to change up everything a lot <laughs> uh if i think it's i'm going with a comedy again and um this sort of defined my high school years a little bit the early 2000s and that's going to be Chappelle's show Ooh, this, nice. this, this to me is I considered uh, it but yeah, this is one of the funniest sort of sketch comedy shows. A very unique thing because normally when you think of sketch comedy, you think of like SNL and like you know more like establishments. But this was just as just a couple years before Dave had a meltdown, went, went crazy and ran away. But 
uh, it was just it had some of the most iconic like sketches and quotes. You have Charlie Murphy, I'm Rick with, James, bitch, with Rick and James. Yep, fuck your couch. <laughs> you got you got the Prince playing basketball sketch. You got blows. Sorry, <laughs> it's a yep. whole lot of this stuff. Yep. It's it's everything. You got uh, I don't know. I, oh, the uh, <laughs> the racial draft that was fun. Oh God. <laughs> Stuff this the show probably couldn't air as it was now, which is unfortunate. Oh no, definitely not. Definitely. But um, it, it was just, and especially um, you know maybe I wasn't the target demographic, but I also think it's important that I wasn't, but I still enjoyed it and liked it and understood because it just it was back when like people who were different you could make fun of that, but like understand that that's unfair at the same time. Like I don't know, and that's kind of like how the whole show was. It was just like. It's like, oh, there's stereotypes, and they're funny, but they're funny because they're ridiculously unfair if, if you oh, apply yeah. like, them. I mean, one of the skits, <laughs> like, just to, just to add on, it didn't make my list, but now that you mention it, it's like, yeah, I, I would have at least considered it. But um, I worked at Best Buy at the time, and I was not into, like, sketch comedy at all. Like, I never watched SNL, you know, any of the other Mad shows. TV. <laughs> Mad TV, nothing like that. But that show, like, I remember, that DVD would constantly sell out, like, constantly. And so, like, the one day I was just, like, I had my employee discount. I was, like, you know what? Let me see what the show's about and stuff like that. And I was just hooked. My friends and I, we all watched that. I mean, I still remember, like, the one sketch where it's, like, he plays as a blind white guy that's a <laughs> KKK that's a, member. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, a, blonde, a blind black guy who was a Oh, a blind black guy. That's right? a K- Yeah, yes. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he divorces at the end of the sketch. He, he divorces his wife for being, you know, um, a lover of them. Those stuff like that. Yeah, those people. I was just, like... <laughs> Insane. Yeah, you're right. It, that that could definitely not air uh, in today's day and age. I mean, they do have they have uh, slightly censored versions on the YouTube Comedy Central channel. They show it. They throw it up there. Yeah. They really just censor that word, but yeah. uh, it wasn't back then because you know, whatever. It's just a different time, I guess. But it was it was a real fun show um, and just consistently funny. It wasn't a lot of it, but. Uh, I think really stuff. boosted Comedy Central for a while too. Oh yeah, like, it, it made it like relevant kind of because Comedy yeah. Central was just like Dying. you know somewhat old like stand up acts like airing and then like you know at night it was South Park was still on. Yeah, South Park. Yeah, but uh, that was that was their big new show there. So uh, and I cool. think it was the funniest stuff of the decade. <laughs> uh, Tony number three. Oh my number three. Sorry, did not have my document. Uh, my number three is a comedy, but different type of comedy. It was more of a show comedy. Um, it was uh, 30 Rock. Oh, yeah. Like Tina Fey and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, I just love that show because it was kind of out there. Um, and honestly, it was one of those things where like I didn't catch on to it until like maybe a few seasons in just because it got accolades uh, and awards and stuff like that. But it's just this ridiculous show that starts out with like a fairly like, oh, understandable premise. Again, it's like about... Um, Tina Fey's character, Liz Lemon, being the head writer or manager for the writers for, you know, what is essentially SNL at NBC and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, cool. And, like, it's about her managing and juggling, like, um, the starring actors of that show from, like, having complete meltdowns and being, you know, pedantic children with their requests and shit like that. But then just, like, as the seasons went on, it got, like, so satirical and, like, the weird shit that happened and just, like, these characters being, you know, greater than, you know, anything you hope them to be and stuff like that um but it was just really great show it had some you know good moments and stuff like that and yeah uh tracy, you know, tracy morgan was excellent tracy morgan was so i mean because he played a parody character of himself yep exactly. <laughs> tracy jordan like, <laughs> yeah 
so it was all, then, he had he had an awesome character. Yeah. Yeah, and then like just they had so many really awesome guest stars on the show. Like uh, we talked yeah. about the office, like the British office of Michael Scott. He he was on the show. Conan was on the show. Like pretty much any comedian, uh, you know, from that decade or this decade, you know, had at least a guest appearance on that show, to my knowledge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's awesome. Uh, all right, number two. Number two for me is Chuck. Which we for me is Chuck as well. Oh my God, oh. Corey! <laughs> Damn, all right. It's, it's like, like we watched person. shows at the same time. We, we may know. have watched together shows a lot. It's really you know, like the two thousands. Corey and I. This is let me just. We would get together on Monday nights to have uh, our Cajun chicken sandwich from Chili's, which oh, doesn't God. exist anymore. I it was, yeah, and and uh, their fries, and we would get extra fries on the side. To the point where the like Corey would call, and the people would know what he wanted. Like it would, no. that's how much we. And then they stopped making it, and I still asked them to make yeah. it, and they did because they had the Chili's, like the Cajun stuff for the like the Cajun pasta or whatever. So they just so you'd have to tell them to look at the old menu and get it that way. But we would meet every Monday night after work and he'd come over and we watch a show like that's how heroes got started we watched that and then when heroes got like shit we started watching like other shows we looked we kept finding stuff and we found chuck and so we watched chuck, chuck all the way through catered to us like that was yeah, design, yeah. designed for us essentially yeah uh, it was nerd herd and uh he's like basically a best buy geek squad mm-hmm. employee yeah. who becomes I, a, I, I got know, some random episodes and enjoyed i just never watched it consistently maybe i'll maybe i'll give it a shot yeah i, I just i talked about it this past couple of weeks like i've been going back through it and it's just it's so good and uh, the love story, and it's like it's because it's really a love story without like yeah. Chuck and Sarah, and um, and then you got it's it's just really good story and how aspects they of actually it. are and stuff. Yeah, it's it's really yeah. You have that whole aspect of how different they are, and because right. he's like supposed to be super spy, but he's terrible at that because he's just a he's a computer nerd. Yeah. Uh, so. I mean, his friend sent him the the intersect computer in in an old game they used to play, a text based game. Uh, uh, what was it? Um. It was it was Zorg 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 yeah Zorg Zorg yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but, Zork, yeah and uh, uh, yes it's really uh, that this is fun like they do a great job of like the references the you know the cultural references there and uh, having you know spy stuff going on which doesn't seem out of place you know it could it could definitely be really weird or out of like not fit the characters but everything fits and makes sense and. Uh, Zach Levi was fantastic as as Chuck and yeah, um, that's why I, like, I watched more. Adam of Baldwin stuff was today. so good as Casey. Oh, Adam like, Baldwin was excellent. Yeah, yeah. and um, Ch- Yvonne Trichus, whatever. So I mean, she's good. Like I just I just finished it recently too, and it's like kind of bittersweet. It was like an early role for her. She she later appeared in Dexter for those who are wondering who we're talking. The late season Dexter shows as the blonde. Um, and uh, yeah, she made uh, in most recently, I think. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, this was I think her first role coming over to America. So yeah, and like I said, I still watch Zachary Levi's stuff because of this. Like I mm-hmm. love his like Shazam, and uh, he was in Tangled at Disney, which is to me yeah. like again a great Disney movie. I will say that you know it's fantastic. So I uh, think yeah, um, like uh, Yvonne plays a voice yeah. on one of the Tangled animated shows <laughs> as well. Oh yeah, she does actually. She does. Uh, all right, Mike, you're number two. All right. Uh, like I said, this is going to be a little eclectic, so I'm doing something totally different. I'm going with MythBusters. Oh, nice. MythBusters started in 2003, and um, while the first season was without the the uh, build team, which added uh, some much needed personality to it, um, 
it, once they got in this groove, it became one of my favorite shows that I've watched consistently. And it it did bleed into the next decade as well. But it was just it was just great to see all this. Like I grew up with Bill Nye and Beekman, uh, mm-hmm. those kind of type <laughs> of science shows. Yeah. And like this was sort of like an adult version of that yeah. for me. Yeah. Except it, it was. It was maybe even less scientific and more about applying the scientific method to stupid things. Yeah. <laughs> so you would you'd have control tests. You would understand like try to limit your variables. But then in the end, it's just about like a spectacle of seeing like what happens when you do ridiculous things based on myths or idioms even or just superhero stuff too. Like later on, they did stuff like that, and it was just. They had eventually they had the budget to like just blow stuff up and up in ridiculous uh, fashion just to see what would happen if this happened. They did the uh, one of the earliest ones that I remember was the Empire's uh, dropping like a penny off the Empire State Building. Like, could that mm-hmm. kill someone? <laughs> they found out no, not really. But if they did it ballistically at the similar height somehow, it could. I I, I don't even remember that. I like they, when they did like the theme, you know, like uh, the movies or something, or yeah. Like, yeah, yeah I like no, those. They, they so. did the super. They tried to do like a, a grappling hook. Tried to recreate a bat- grappling hook, like as it's shown mm-hmm. with Batman. And <laughs> apparently, it's hard to do. It's like it just barely kind of worked, and it needed like a motor like this big <laughs> on it. But no, it was great to see. Um, obviously, like with a, a show like this, some episodes are more interesting than others. But um, it it was something I watched throughout the decade and even yeah. a little. It was consistently so. good for sure. Yeah, it's one and, of those uh, things you could just throw on and just kind of. Yeah, and uh, Adam Savage is still you know in in the universe. He's not yeah. been on the show obviously, but he's still like you know he's doing like cosplay he's stuff. Got a YouTube yeah, channel too, I think. He, he yeah he really took off and ran with like the whole fame thing. Uh, Jamie didn't like it as much as you could tell. <laughs> he was just kind of there being his Doctor Robotnik self and. <laughs> but it, it was a fun contrast, and then uh, of course the uh, other three, uh, Tori, Carrie, and um, Grant. Grant, yeah. Yep. Rolf on Grant from BattleBots fame, and you know, <laughs> they were just, It was just a good combination, a cast, and uh, best yep. sort of like documentary that I've watched, if you want to call it that, or realistic show. I don't even know what to call it, but it was fun. <laughs> okay. uh, Tony, you're number two. Uh, my number two is another comedy, a um, bit more of a shift from 30 Rock, but uh, it was Arrested Development. Uh, oh, it was one of those things that I didn't find out about the show until, like, after, after it already, yeah. like, completed. So, like, part of me was like, damn, I should have supported the show by watching it. Um, but the money I is yeah. in the banana What have I always told you? There's, There's always, always money. money in the banana stand. Yeah. It just, it's so great. It's, like, a clever comedy because it, it's honestly one of those things that, like, I think warrants a rewatch because you just get things so much I mean, sooner dude, and you so understand. Many, like, layers. There's so many layers. comments. Like you always get comments now. Like people will refer to that. They'll, they'll say like if somebody doesn't agree with something, they'll say narrator. He didn't. He didn't. You know, like <laughs> yeah, that's where it came from. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and just you know, so many memorable characters like you know George, like any of the blues really. Um, you know, it's like Jed. <laughs> Yeah, Jeb, uh, like, oh, God, what was my favorite? Magic. Joe, like, Joe. Even in, like, Joe. the first episode, it was, like, With the um, final Joe's countdown. Like, it's, like, yeah, the final countdown. Do-do-do-do. But what he's, like, 
illusions, Michael. Tricks or something a whore does for money. It's like, <laughs> what the hell, dude? Like, or the when he's like, oh yeah, like the guy in the ten thousand dollars suit's gonna listen to the guy in the you know five hundred dollars. Like, what the fuck? Just these characters, but um, it's just such an awesome comedy. And again, it's one of those things where you like rewatch it. it. Has this interesting story that just gets all these zany characters that have immense flaws. Everybody has mm-hmm. immense flaws, and they just kind of feed off each other. Um, and get parasitic and stuff like that. And just, again, a lot of puns, a lot of um, interesting things. Like, you know, I just blew myself. It's like, you might want to rethink that. You know, do you hear yourself? Yeah, Anyang, one of my favorite things. You know, stuff like that. Her? Like, her? You know, I her? Stuff like that. Um, So, yeah, the rest of development. um, It was definitely on my, like, just consideration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, number one's... Number one for me... I think... It's, the it's office. gotta be, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the office. All three is, of us. <laughs> you want to? You want to let Mike go first since we're gonna probably. All right, talk Mike, about go ahead. All right, can you guys guess my number one? Angel. Buffy. Angel. Buffy. No, it's is Angel. It? Angel, come on. Yep. Uh, I'm sorry, they're the same thing to me. The same thing to me. <laughs> uh, this is a continuation. Big difference. To me. Um, so for me, Angel, uh, still my favorite show, ever. Um. It uh so it was from '99 to 2004, so it was the early half of the uh, the decade, and this was like my like you know, basically my <laughs> puberty pretty much, from like 13 to like uh, 16 or something or 17, and uh, it was it just just it got rid of sort of like the revolutionary aspects of like just sort of relating everything to high school that I kind of found a little oppressive after a while with Buffy. And it was more about just like the nature of morality and, you know, being an adult kind of the next level. But also it's just, it was just a fun show too. It had, it was to me, the character himself, Angel is like, you have the like sort of darkness and like, you know, animalistic nature of like my two favorite superheroes are like Batman and Wolverine. And then take that character and allow him to be like awkward and goofy as well. And that, that's kind of how Angel was as a character. So I related to him a lot, maybe too much as a kid. (laughs) And, uh, so I really appreciated that. And then like the show just, it had action, pretty good action for a TV show, even though occasionally it would be too obvious when you saw the stuntmen, but it was solid action. Uh, it, it had a lot of drama. It, it had romance and stuff, and it was funny, consistently funny. Whedon, mm-hmm. Whedon's like trademark funniness just throughout, and it had these great... And it was one of these shows where characters would evolve a lot, but it, you would never get the impression that the writers forgot how things used to be like there would always be callbacks like the characters would be like oh don't you remember like five years ago like you were they're like oh yeah that's right like i hate when certain shows it seems like the writers just forgot like something that happened in universe like just two years ago but just because the characters change they like act like it never happened so it was very consistent and, and as much as i like the action and all the like spectacle which it had uh it was these shows where like on rewatches, I just like the character moments. I like just here seeing characters talk to each other, remembering things I didn't quite catch. And uh, it's between with Buffy included, it's like a universe of like nine shows, nine seasons between them both. I mean, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just very, very interesting for formative me. And uh, 
it's still my favorite show. It did everything right except for a little bit at the end of the fourth season. <laughs> so okay. that's it for me. All right. The Office, guys, I still watch it like yesterday. I have it on usually at night when mm-hmm. I want to go to sleep. I just put it on because it's great to have on. Uh, I'm listening to Office Ladies now, which is a great podcast. They go yeah, over the every episode. Ashley Ashley's listening to that as well. I, yeah. I love that show. They get people back on for interviews and they go over like the in, every like scene in the episode. They talk about what was going on. But anyways, The Office, a fantastic show. Season one, okay. Season two, season two through season four, I think it's seven. Well, I would go oh, yeah, through four. That was a strike. But I would give them a chance. They had they came back okay in five. Um, and then up to seven when Michael Scott left, I thought was fine. They were all it was a very good show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It was after that was the the problem with the show, but um, love this show. It, it, it's still great. It's fantastic. Steve Carell, um, basically, he obviously he had forty year old version that came out during this time, so he, I wouldn't say like put him on the map, but I, it really behind I, him to new new. John, you know. John Krasinski. I mean, when you Absolutely. think of Steve Carell, I think the first character that comes to mind for me is Michael Scott. Michael Scott. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, I mean, it's John Krasinski for, mm-hmm. for Jim. Uh, you know, I mean, that was almost one of the every best. person on the show. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what, like the, the, the actors, it's like, I think of these characters and as their main yeah. role. It's funny because, like, watching some older stuff. You could see some of these characters, like the actors, in other things, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, wait, that's that's Kevin, or like that's Oscar, and stuff like. I'm like, the hell are you doing on this show? It's weird. It's like super yeah. weird to watch, see, and stuff like. Yeah, yeah, and it's fantastic. I mean, I love it. Yeah. Go on, Tony. Yeah, I mean, I would just have to say, like, it's an iconic show um, that literally spanned the decade, and you know, I think the humor, the presentation, just like Michael was alluding to earlier when he hinted about it, like it was a different style of comedian. Uh, a comedy television show, you know, previous to like the sitcom stuff, uh, that you know changed the game for the better, in my opinion. Um, and today it even holds up. Like, yeah, there's some stuff that you can look at and be like, all right, that's a little whatever. But overall, it holds up really well. Uh, it's generation spanning. Um, you know, like my older uh, sister, she loved the show. She's like, she just watched it like last year and she loved it. My niece, who's you know 21, she just watched it like last year and she loved it as well. So it's just one of those things that is. Uh, enjoyable by all ages not like just like oh that's like you know an old people thing or something like that it's just a funny show uh with iconic characters um really wonderful moments jokes memes um you know scenes cold opens uh you know it's just yeah, one it's of the best cold opens and oh yeah shows. yeah and anything it's awesome like the, the yeah. jim I mean, dwight stuff early on is just hilarious yeah. the, the the show can make you feel so awkward and yet laughing like crazy oh at the same god time. So. i think the the um worst secondhand embarrassment or secondhand cringe whatever you want to talk about is the scott's tots episode i cannot watch that episode anymore i like i cannot i can uh, i always skip it on a rewatch mm-hmm. I'm just like, mm. there are definitely some awkward ones out there but i have to say like for this show um for the laughs like how much like they offer and the jokes and stuff are so iconic like this show had so much heart to it that like yeah, it, did. Yeah, it just awesome. made you feel good watching the show because all these characters are such like beautiful messes essentially that and yet like you're rooting for them and you're trying to you want to see them succeed and like what they did with michael and making him like this crazy eccentric idiot almost but like he always brings it around and like does something to make it like you know to uh to make you realize that he's actually deserving of his um role as like the boss and leader and that one episode where he shows up 
to Pam's art show. I mean, I added like a the tier. Only one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's the only like, one. Yeah. Michael and just Michael his like Scott innocence, like his great his innocence yeah. to him yeah. as well. Like when he like he's like, oh, I gotta yeah, buy, buy that. I buy that. And she, like, Pam's like, why? He's like, well, it's our building and it's on paper. We sell paper. It's like, no, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like why wouldn't? <laughs> but it's like this, like, but you don't think that. And it's just like, yeah, it's just um, it's just an yeah. amazing uh, character in general. And obviously, Jim and Pam's whole story arc is fantastic. Yeah. And then like the Dwight and Jim rivalry, it's just it's just all these things. The pranks are so... that Jim pulled, the pr- the pranks were awesome. Right. Just all but, just meld yeah. so well together. That I still just... love. Uh, and I, what I yeah go ahead. My favorite episode was gonna be the I was gonna say it was the fire uh, the fire oh yeah, the fire, yeah. fire yeah, yeah. the fire marshal one where yeah. he gave Stanley a heart attack yeah. and he's like. <laughs> I don't think I gave Stanley a heart attack, please. And he gave like I think I think his life of eating. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, just like it was awesome because like they had that you know rivalry thing. But there were certain times and certain episodes where it's like okay, we have to team up together to like you know take out you know something more important and stuff like that. And it's like you see like you know Dwight be like okay yeah Jim like we'll do that and like the old dastardly thing and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just a, a great show. Just you know. Yeah, and it definitely. The characters grew into themselves, and it was it was natural, organic. You know, it didn't seem right. forced. Uh, the progression between you know the different relationships and stuff is just really well done, and I love it. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I'm a little disappointed in is that like Andy didn't end up. Nah, yeah, and I blame the uh, success of the Hangover on that because that's what yeah, pulled that, away that from the cost show. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. yeah. So, if I were to tell you guys that there is a show coming at the end of this month on Netflix that is written and uh, created by Steve Carell and the creator of the U.S. office, Greg Daniels. How excited would you guys be? Because it's happening. I'd be interested. Yes, it's uh, Space Force. Uh, Steve oh, Carell yeah, stars yeah, in it. Yeah, 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 I saw yeah. that. Yeah. It's uh, from the mind of Steve Carell and Greg Daniels who created the U.S. office. Yeah. So, Well, Mike, do you want to say anything? Because I know we kind of like... I mean, I just... To me, it's... Uh, I. Not really. I, 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 <laughs> just, just make sure. Just make sure. I, I said the bunch. Right now, I see right now on Netflix it's number nine in TV shows today. Yeah. Right still. So. Um, and uh, Dwight is my favorite character, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's fantastic. Dwight. See, Dwight to me was like just the reference, like uh, our recent podcast where we went through and mentioned Seinfeld. Like to me, Dwight always seemed like Kramer done right, like or, or more. <laughs> more realistic because like i always I, I always personally hated kramer because it was like this is a fucking douchebag like i knew this guy i would definitely get into a fight with him like n- like no questions asked i would definitely fight this dude um but yeah just like uh yeah. what's his name from sheldon from big bang it's like you're just a douchebag <laughs> yeah uh all right list guys we need to figure out our number five because i think the rest of it falls into place okay i mean with the bsg landed on three lists so that's why it's third with yeah, Chuck so. at number so Angels at number four because it was Mike's number one yeah. and it had the most points. But we have Mythbusters and Arrested Development. What would be our number five? We can just tie whatever. It's, yeah. right. it's not like anybody's like, yeah, number five. Like, we, myth, we, we never, myth, we, we don't have this written down anywhere. So, <laughs> right. I write them down. I, I don't know. put them on a website, but I write oh, them down. Oh, we should, we should collect that for uh, the yeah. episode. I should. Yeah, I have them written down. Uh, I have to find my old notepad. But, uh, okay, so our number five, our top five list. Uh, number five, Mythbusters slash Arrested Development, however you guys, that was a tie. Uh, number four was Angel. Number three, Battlestar Galactica, Bears Beats, Battlestar Galactica. Again, the office <laughs> reference. Um, Full circle. Number two, Chuck. And number one, obviously, The Office, uh, which number one 
show in America for a long time. So NBC needs another show like that. <laughs> so that's brilliant. All right. Yeah, that's going to wrap up 100. Well, well, Jesus, 100, 495 of the movie cast. Thanks for tuning in. You can write us podcast at allgeek.net. Follow us on Twitter, allgeek. Like us on Facebook. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. We appreciate it. Hit the like button as well. Tune in next week. We got deep dive of a franchise coming. We're not sure what's going to be, but we'll figure that one out. Thanks again. See you then.